Hello, my name is Erin Martin. I'm the host of this episode of Science Lab Radio Podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you today in this episode. I have a really fun guest for you. Wes Rogers is joining us from Georgia Gwinnett College. Wes teaches a couple of biology courses, has a great perspective to share with you all today. Wes, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Erin. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, great. All right, let's get down to it. Um, today's episode, we're going to be talking about Connect Master, why biology, and virtual labs. Wes, I would like to explore with you how you use these products and ask you that you share some tips with the audience. So first question, um, what courses are you currently teaching? So right now I've got a majors course, uh, introduction in, for majors, and then I'm also doing a non-majors, um, the second class in the non-majors biology. So it's uh, two different worlds, but yeah. So Great, I'm using Connect Master in the non-majors class, and then we're going to switch over to uh, the Connect for the majors in the summer. Awesome. So give us a little description of Connect Master. Um, why biology? How do you, in, just give us a little description of how you use it in your course. Well, I would I think of it as it's a, it's a theme-based platform. And so it's made for non-majors. They're not, we're not expecting them to be scientists. And so it's, for me, it's giving them a taste of a little bit of science that they're going to be familiar with, or they'll hear in the news or see on Facebook or whatever. And so it's a great platform to give them the right information that's instead of what they hear or, or what they see on, on the news or on, you know, different news channels. And so my theme is science literacy, and it's just, it fits perfectly that, so that these students will get exposure to the topics that they would hear about uh, cancer. I mean, when the pandemic hit, that was perfect because I realized my students didn't know a lot about vaccines. Um, and so it's, it's just enough to make them dangerous. And I thoroughly enjoy it. It's, it's, a, it's a good tool. Awesome. Yes. So... I really enjoy hearing that. So um, just a little background on Connect Master. It was developed with relevancy at the forefront. So each unit will start as a relevant theme, introducing the relevant theme to the student, and then it will thread in the relevant biology after the relevancy piece. So it flips the script a little bit, turns the traditional model on its head. So I'm, I'm really excited to hear that you're using it to increase scientific literacy because that's really the goal of Connect Master. Mm -hmm. So what is your go-to unit in Connect Master Y Biology? Uh, right now, it's really the influenza. The, I mean, even before the pandemic started, that was one of the ones I use all the time. I took the influenza and I merged it with the COVID um, supplements. And so that because it was the pandemic, they get both viruses and they get to learn what these vaccines do, what they are and what the virus does. And so it's it was like the perfect one for this situation. Um, so when we introduce our full unit on COVID-19, will you use that interchangeably with Influenza, or will you continue to use influenza with the COVID supplement? Do you think? I don't know. I'll have to look at it. I imagine I'll probably if it's I'll probably do a whole thing on COVID. If it's if it's more information than it's in the supplement, I'll probably use use it as a separate unit. Um, for the for influenza, we talk about evolution. With COVID, 
who knows what we could talk about. So yeah, yeah, it's wide open. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, fortunately that COVID unit is uh, launching soon. So I'll, I'll keep you in mind when it launches and get, yeah, I'm get excited about it. Yeah. So in general, what reports do you typically use and how do they help you? I mean, beyond just the assignment results report, which is basically your grade book, do you use any of the other um, data analytic reporting to help you um, determine where your students' needs are? Yeah, I, I use the category analysis um, for each assignment because then it breaks down based on the sections of that of that module of that topic where what areas they got and what areas they don't have and so you can go in and look at that analysis and say all right they got three of the four concepts that fourth concept we need to go back over and so we focus on that maybe the next time we're, we're, we meet um instead of just looking at the grade book and you can say all right some did it some didn't do it you can really get into the details of what are they stumbling on right why did they not make 100% what were the topics that were the hard ones and then you can go back and address them um, typically students don't have a question if you ask them you know do you have any questions during the class they don't have any questions because they don't know what to ask when you do the analysis you come back and say all right here's where we're going to focus because you guys obviously have questions here and that's right. a really good tool awesome thank you producing connect master by biology to a potential user we, we get a little pushback um you know gosh i love this idea i love this model but it's it, it might be some work making this happen what tips what advice would you give those instructors well first of all i'd sort of reassure them that it's not as much work as starting a course from scratch that if you're going in with connect master and the, the themes are already set up the topics are already made you don't have to create anything from scratch and so it's really for new faculty that we have usually we'll give them that but like here's a, this is already done for you you don't have to worry about making powerpoints you don't have to worry about writing lectures here's the here's the prepackaged you know content and so it's so much easier once you get past the 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 fear of using it once you get into it you're like oh i don't have to really stress out about writing questions or writing a lecture because it's already there for me um right yeah that's that's awesome i think that's good advice um do you use any of the other resources available um outside of virtual labs which we'll get to in a second we do have the bio now videos slash exercises um do you utilize any of those in your class to supplement what's what's also in connect master in the pre-built course yeah, the, the newsflash I use all the time is as homework assignments because they know how to read the news. I mean, they'll read it. It's a very brief. Uh, I tell them to imagine you're reading a newspaper and it's just a very brief article and then they have to answer questions out of it. It just gives them experience sort of diving into a, a very succinct amount of material and then getting answers out of it. Um, bio, the, the videos are good just as extra you know reinforcement for the, the the topic it gives them a visual of what we're talking about a lot of times the you know their animations it gives them a little bit uh, another way of looking at it because a lot of people are visual learners versus uh reading learners and so if you can give them something that kind of engages their that part of their brain it's a really good uh, good thing to use all right awesome thank you 
So let's shift gears here and talk a little bit about virtual labs. How do you typically use the labs in your work? So the last, so last time I used the labs, we had a, we had just shut down. So that when the pandemic started, we had two weeks to get everything ready. And I had all the labs already ready to go. And so that, when we were virtual, that was perfect. Uh, when we went back to face-to-face, -to -face, I still use some of the labs, uh, virtual labs to supplement sort of, especially for the non-majors, the class I teach right now doesn't have a lab. And so I'm using some of the labs to give them a hands-on exposure to a topic. So for instance, we're doing GMOs coming up and there's the BT corn lab and they don't have a lab, but they can do this and they get experience seeing what GMOs do. Um, and so um, when we have lab classes, it's really good. I'll, I'll be honest with you, my botany class, uh, we use connect and there's a couple of labs I can never get to work in person. And so I just said, fine, we're going to use the virtual labs. And so they use, uh, they do the photosynthesis and respiration virtual labs and they get the idea that instead of having a lab that doesn't work and they get all disappointed, they actually get the, it, it works every time. So um, That's good yeah, I use it to supplement sometimes my screw ups. So oh, if it doesn't okay. work, well, here we go. Well, we just yeah. released 16 labs for bio, and uh, we're really excited about them. A lot of um, dissection, both vertebrate and invertebrate. Um, what you mentioned the BT corn, that's a fairly new lab. What other labs are you most excited about? I'm really excited about the, the botany ones because I'm my botany class. I mean, you get the labs on, on transpiration and gravitropism. Those are sort of concepts that they, they need to be able to see. And so I'm looking forward to using those even just in my botany, my botany class, which is a majors class. Um, for the non-majors, you know, depending on, so the first class is, is all cellular stuff. So blood typing is really good to do. Um, that's, a, that's one of the old labs, but any of the new ones, I'll find a way to tie them into the, the content, especially with the, they were doing GMOs and cancer. So I'm pretty sure we've got some, uh, another BT corn, um, and I think there's some cancer labs or cell division labs. They'll, they'll get a, mm -hmm. be able to see it happen, which is what I want them to, to, to be able to do. So, yeah, I, I'm, I, I keep saying, bring, keep them coming. Keep all those labs coming because I'll find a use for them. <laughs> or, well, you know, we will. Yeah, even in our majors labs, we only have a few labs that we do because it's a research-based lab experience. Uh -huh. But I'm like, we're going to use these and supplement because – what's the point of teaching diffusion and osmosis if we don't do anything with it? And so I like those to throw those in as, as homework assignments, just to get extra exposure to the content. So it's a good thing. I'm excited about all of it. It's, it saved my life when we had to go online. So um, I'm glad it's getting bigger right. and bigger. What advice would you give for those that have used virtual labs before, you know, those veteran users that maybe are looking for new ideas? Uh, try all the new ones. I mean, just go in and play with them. You, know, you can preview every lab and you find ones that will work towards the content you're trying to teach. You might be, you'll be surprised. Sometimes the title of the lab, there's more to it than just that. And so you can apply that lab to other concepts um, within a chapter or a, a theme. 
So it's like, just go out and try them all and, and, you know, change them out, rotate them every time. So you have a little bit of fluidity and it keeps sort of the, the class exciting versus having the same labs every semester. Um, there's enough of the labs that you can rotate them out and keep it um, interesting to you as, a, as an instructor, but also it, it sort of gives the students more uh, exposure. Awesome. That's great. That's great advice. On the flip side, what would be some of your uh, tip for those that are just getting started with virtual apps? Um, ask for help. If you, if you think you're, if you're overwhelmed uh, when you first start, ask somebody that's used it before, ask for help, um, get into it and play with it. I mean, you, even just setting, even not just the labs, but even connect master, just get in and play around with it and, look at all the different assignments and the different you know, question banks and just work through it. And if you have any questions, ask somebody because we've all been in that same place. Um, I'm really glad that you brought that up, Wes, because we actually have an implementation consultant that will work with you individually to determine what labs align best with your curriculum. Um, this is what she does all day, every day. And we're so lucky to have her. And we also have some digital faculty consultants, which you happen to be one. So, um, those are also available to help instructors when they're starting out with virtual labs. So what, what are some of the things that you are most looking forward to doing differently in your next term? I know you probably like to change things up from term to term, or, or maybe you don't, but um, let us know what's something that you're excited to try. Um, I'm really excited about the, the GMO lab. I mean, that one's really I've been waiting for a, a way to show the students what exactly these things are doing, these plants are doing. Um, so in the, like I said, in the summer, I'm going to be testing out the majors side of it and the non-majors uh, using connect. And so um, I look forward to seeing some of the, how some of the labs that are in the virtual lab is going to be applied to both classes. Um, I'll probably throw some new labs in as, as homework assignments so that the students um Again, it's you can read it on a page, but when you actually do it, you get a lot more out of it, I think. And so I want them to to even just play around with it. You know, DNA replication, cell division, stuff like that. If they can see it and they can work through it, it makes it stick in the head a little bit better. So I'm really looking forward to probably to throwing a lot more labs at these non-majors just to get them exposure to it. Oh, that's great. That's great to hear. Well, Wes, how can the audience get in touch with you? Um. My email uh, email address, it's uh, trogers at ggc.edu. That's generally the fastest way to get in touch with me because I'll have my phone with me all the time. And if I get a phone call and it says unknown, I'm not going to really answer it. But if it's an email, I'd always answer them. So um, anytime there's a question about anything, I'll, I'll jump on it pretty quick if I get an email. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you for sharing that. Um, we love it when we have folks that are willing to answer questions from, from our listeners. So thank you for that. And um, thank you so much for spending time with us today, Wes, and for sharing your exp expertise with the audience. I hope to have you on the show again really soon. Awesome. I'll, I'll be here. Yeah. All Just right. Let great. Me know. Sounds good. Thanks. Wes. You're welcome.